raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! My name is Nigel. Tony Kennett from the Daily Signal. He's an investigative journalist. He's also my co-host for this afternoon, filling in for Jason Hammer. Tony, how are you? Absolutely fantastic. Nigel, how are you? Uh, really good, man. Thanks. I was not surprised at all to hear Mitch Daniels is not running for Senate in 2024. Neither I mean, he's, I. He's, he's, he's had a long career, worked for Bush in the early 2000s, that administration uh, served as governor from, I I think, what, 2005 to 2013. Very successful uh, stint as as governor of this state. I mean, he had a huge profile. People loved him. And then equally as successful as Purdue's president until the end of last year. He's in his early 70s. And I, I, I never really thought or believed that he was going to run for Senate. I just, I just, it's, it's like, you know, he's, he's done enough. He's done it all. And it's not, I'm not surprised by it. People are like, I think people were campaigning for him. Like the, like the, right. He's the establishment, like last shot. The people that really just don't like banks for some reason, they're like, Oh, I hope that he'll run in and he's safe and warm. He's like a, like a blanket at home. <laughs> and I, I like, I mean this in, in the, the most respectful ways. Mitch Daniels was kind of a mentor starting off chalkboard review. He gave us some advice, getting that off the ground back when I was getting into education journalism, a very intelligent man, have a lot of respect for him. I do not mean this as an insult. The dude is old and he looks tired. Quit pushing people who should be allowed to go retire with their families to run for office because you can't produce any good politicians in your generation. Let the guy rest. He's tired. I don't want some old man dragging his feet to the U.S. Capitol. I want him home with his family, which he has earned. And, and, and rest assured, when you start a sentence off with, I don't mean this as an insult. Well, I mean, if I say, oh, You're he, about to get insulted. No, I'm, I, I, I really like him, and I've had a lot of good conversations with him and I know that if I'm like well he's old I'll get direct messages in my Twitter you shouldn't say that no I mean it's okay to be old and not run for things anymore that's okay um his statement really didn't even make it sound like he ever considered it uh I conclude that it's just not the job for me not the town for me I loved that part and not the life I want to live at yeah. this point screw that town DC's so it's terrible like we, were, we were all ta- <laughs> we were all talking about it we were we were all uh predicting it and I don't think he really ever even considered it or even I mean you know his family probably looked at him and said yeah You've done a lot, Dad. No, being governor is far more important than being a United States senator. He did it. He did it well. Good. Go home and rest. You've earned it. You you think being governor is more important than being one of the most 100 most powerful people in the in the country? I believe that the sovereign states that make up these United States of America are far more important than the senators we send to D.C. Yes. But they are. I mean, there's no question. They're powerful. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. They're incredibly powerful. Yeah. Um, And... You know, all of those things. Of course, the the bastardization of that position that took place since we stopped using state legislatures to send them to D.C. instead of Mm. direct election. So so who, you know, so Braun is going to leave the Senate, come run for governor. Yeah. 
and that Senate seat will be open. I mean, it's Banks to lose it. Jim Banks to lose at this point, right? Really? And I, I got to tell you, we have like no one notable running for office in the state of Indiana. Like, who are our like young or uh, in the prime of their political game power players really running in to change things? We have nobody. We have to like look and like lift old logs in the woods to find people to run for governor, <laughs> to run for the Senate. So yeah, it really is his race to, to lose. I, I don't see anyone else who's going to come in and what like knock Sparks? it out for I don't think she's going to run. I, I just don't think that she's ready yet. I think that she needs more time to establish I mean, herself look, in the district. She's she's well known. She in the is state well known. for sure. She has yes. a national profile on cable news all the time for her perspective on the war in Ukraine. And she, you know, she immigrated very here well spoken. I just don't necessarily see her as being prominent in Indiana-based policy. Whereas as Banks comes out ready to fight for the state of Indiana, Sparts has a more refined take on more. Certain policy issues that are more specific to her areas of study. Holcomb didn't do anything after he. Oh, God, I hope that. not. I hope like <laughs> leaving. <laughs> I hope he runs to a different state. That's that's what I'm hoping for Holcomb. Okay, so uh, this is WIBC.com. If you run for the school board in Indiana, you don't get any help from political parties. You don't. You don't have to put a party designation next to your name when you run you're not allowed this. to. You're not allowed to put right. uh, a party affiliation next to your name. Uh, lawmakers are considering a bill to change that to put Good. that little D or the little R or next an L. To the name. If you're, you know, a Rob oh. Kendall, <laughs> a libertarian or an independent or a G for green. I, or, uh, <laughs> so now, you know. believe it or not, there's some opposition to this bill, and we'll get to why why this bill is kind of controversial. Um, they say it invites politics into school. Uh, board races. There have never been politics in elections before. What is this chaos? I can't believe it. Uh, it would it would change the perspective of voters because of of the uh, the D's and the R's. Next I to love the that line so much. So here's what that here. So I'll translate that line. It would change the perspective of voters. They are saying if I run as a progressive, no one will vote for me in the state of Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. I don't want to vote for you if you're a progressive in the state of Indiana. I like my conservative and liberty-based candidates. Deal with it. I'm I'm sorry that you love your pronouns. I, I'm not voting for you, Kendra. So, so you th- like because man, there's some there was are some crazy people like really progressive um uh, people on school boards that ran for school board and won like in Zionsville, oh, for yeah, example. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Mm. Um and and I just don't think people. I mean, tell me tell me what the case is for having an R and a D next to your name there. Look, as, I'm as not saying that, that you should have to. You feel free to run as an independent. Feel free to put no letter next to your name. My opinion is this: if I want to communicate to the larger community, yeah. I am running as a Republican, or if I'm in IPS, I am running as a Democrat. I should have the right to be allowed to establish myself as a political candidate for this party, if they'll have me, because you have to get approved by your party, that should be my right. Why are you restricting what I can put on the ballot next to my name when the local dog catcher gets to put Democrat or Republican next to his or her name? It's just fair. It's the, But that is funny. State Senator Andrea Hunley is the one that said that. I'm expressing concern that it would change the perspective of voters. No one's going <laughs> to vote for the Democrats, guys. We're in Indiana. It bleeds red once you get outside of Indianapolis. Um, and Bloomington. Okay, something else going on in the legislature. A lawmaker is targeting furries in schools. So, says, so the, so says the headline. Yeah. Um, it's working its way through the Senate. It would reiterate that 
schools are allowed to enforce dress codes and curb disruptive behavior and address concerns about students identifying as furries, um, which I, I don't know that this furry thing is is real in terms of like, you know, putting litter boxes in boys and girls bathrooms have you heard about all yeah, that so stuff? i received a, a text uh, a couple of months ago uh, when there was a rumor that in, in kokomo there were litter boxes in the school and <laughs> yeah. actually a teacher messaged me and said hey when you hear this story she's like it's not true i'm i'm very much against all of the kinds of garbage that's in school no it's it's not happening there however that said indiana as a state as a culture does have a very weird fascination with furries indiana is tied with oregon for the number one search on pornhub.com for furry porn <laughs> that is a statistic just from this last year there are a large number of indiana students who go to school oh, in junior God. high and high school and hiss at each other and wear really weird crap because that's just a cultural facet it has been for a long time I don't have a problem with legislators passing, you know, bills regarding holding a dress code at all. I don't care. I have but that's what this code, really is, right? Yeah. That's oh, what this really is, is a dress code. Yeah, it, if you actually read the text of the bill, it doesn't talk about furries and cat ears and, and tails and stuff. It just talks okay. about dress code. That's the whole thing. Both sides are blowing it out of proportion. I do love the bleeding from the LGBTQ advocates saying that, you know, this is this is going to be how we have the fascist, you know, red dresses uh, from uh, that that one. What is the one with the red dresses and the white bonnets? Uh, made handmade handmade still. Handmade still. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be that in schools. It's like no, it's just <laughs> she's just not going to be able to wear a cat fursuit to school. So, but it's just funny that this is it doesn't all these articles that I've read make it seem like it's it's all centered around furries and cat litter boxes. But it's just kind of like the don't say gay bill in Florida. Yeah. It had nothing to do with that nickname whatsoever. That was gotta a lie. Get, gotta get those clicks. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.